0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Melman Podcast. I have my sidekick here, David Melman. This is Zach Marzo. Uh, On the line, we have uh, a business owner, businessman, multi-franchise owner of Johnny's. You formerly would know it in Georgia as Johnny's Pizza outside of the state of Georgia. And Alex can touch on this a little bit more. Uh, The franchise is Johnny Brusco's but uh his franchise locations i know that one of them he'll share a little bit more is one of the top grossing restaurants and we wanted to bring him on uh he came uh i guess not from uh riches really more he'll he'll share his story here about where he came from and where he is at now and and kind of uh just provide a little bit of inspiration to our listeners about you know what it takes to be successful, kind of follow your dreams, follow your passion. So I just want to start off kind of asking you, Alex, um, you know, kind of where you started, how you got to where you're at now, um, and, you know, kind of how you started in the in the pizza business uh, and, uh, you know, what the steps you took and kind of where you came uh, to get to now.
1: So first, I just want to say thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. Um, and I'm, super happy that you guys are have been doing this trying to shed some light and inspiration on certain people during this crazy time and even after all of this happens uh people need to hear certain things and just to kind of have a positive light source on them through some dark times and just to kind of get them motivated and get through certain aspects of life but to touch on my Life on the whole pizza restaurant business. It literally started out when I was a teenager, like just applying for a pizza restaurant job, and I started as a dishwasher, working my way up. And as the years have gone on, I just had a certain like I found my niche. So I started as a dishwasher, worked my way up, became like making pizzas to work in the ovens, and then sure enough started like managing certain aspects of the restaurant and then kind of just kept climbing the, the ladder. Um, sure.
0: Well, how a, a lot of people listen and say, well, I'm a dishwasher, but you know, I don't, you know, I I show up to work, but you know, what, what does it take? How did you go from dishwasher to assistant manager to general manager to then owner? There were obviously certain qualities that, you know, you carried and maybe you would, you know, tell, you know, a teenager walking into their job for the first time, Um, Because a lot of people think that, you know, people that only have money are restaurant owners.
1: So, first and foremost, it takes dedication and hard work ethic. You just can't get there from just being complacent. You need to show up every day and give it 2 million percent on anything that you do that you have passion for and care for. And every day I walked into work wanting to be there, wanting to do more, learn more, grow more. And again, as the days and months and years continued on, I just found different doors opening for me that allowed me to climb that ladder in the restaurant industry from being a dishwasher to an assistant manager, to a general manager, to then a store owner. Sure. Um, it takes hard work, dedication, and it, you, you need to care about what you do. And I, I personally watched your first podcast. And the one thing you hit on was, was care. And not only caring about your, your team, but you need to care about your business, care about yourself. Sure. And, and David, David, things come.
0: David can, I'm, I'm sure relate to this as well. People think success just happens overnight. I know you in the restaurant business, you probably worked every weekend for how many years and people just think it's, you know, you do something for a year and then they're not making big money and they give up, you know, I mean, you should touch on this, David, about, you know, you know where you started or, uh, you know, you, you didn't just have a, an office uh, sure. with Melman law group on it. Um,
2: yeah. You know, oh yeah. And actually let me backtrack, Al. I've known you half my life and you actually used to be my boss back in Buffalo over at Jess Pizza when you managed the place. I think you were an assistant manager at the time and what one thing that stands out it's one thing to begin a business and have it your own and grow it but what I saw in you was you worked in somebody else's business as if it was your own business. And that's the difference between somebody that's going to make it and succeed in the long run and eventually open up their own door versus somebody that's going to be just complacent, go to work, punch out and do whatever they need to do. The minimum, maybe a little more than the minimum sometimes, but you were there every day and you ran that place like it was your restaurant and you had no equity in it, might've made $12 an hour doing it but every day you made sure the employees did their job and you treated it like it was yours. That's fast forward 12, 13 years now through everything and look where you're at. You have three, you have ownership in three Johnny Brusco's pizzas, which are absolutely huge in this area. Um, and one of your stores is, I believe, at the top top producing revenue-wise in the na- in the nation with all the Johnnies, that's is that correct? correct? So, that, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, so you're looking at somebody that, worked for somebody, but yet treated that business like it's their own. And I tell you this, if you practice and practice and practice as if it is your own, eventually it could become your own if you have the dedication and the uh, mindset to want to do it. Some people might do it in two years. That can get some money borrowed from whoever. Some people might do it in seven or eight years. But if you have that mindset, you can't teach that mindset, I think. You're born with it. And you were born right. with it from the beginning. You crushed it. You worked your way up, and that was that. And now to answer Zach's question, we used to rent one office from a really, really close friend of ours, uh, Samuel Johnson. He you know, took Marina under her wing and gave her an office to work, and we rented one office from him. And I don't even know if he charged us rent most of the time because I don't think he did. And that's the kind of person he was. He wanted to see us succeed, and such a great mentor in many things. And that's where we started. I remember working a couple hours a day years ago at Chick Fil A, just on their Wi Fi. I would get a sandwich in the morning, drop my son off, and I would blast people on Facebook, giving them knowledge about what we do because in our in my everyday job the cool thing about our profession is we don't charge you up front we work on a percentage so i was letting everybody know guys if you're in an accident it doesn't cost you anything to call us you know we're here for you and we work on a percentage in the end so i was blasting people from chick-fil-a's wi-fi reaching out to hundreds and hundreds of people a day and i think we got like three clients from that you know so you start in one office we ended up moving bought a quarter of the building, bought half the building, and now we're looking to buy the whole building. Um, We're talking about fast forwarding four and a half years. You call it an overnight story, an overnight success, but nothing is overnight without hard work.
0: Sure. Yeah. You know, it's not correct. 100%. I think uh, most people, you know, they look for the shortcut and, uh, you know, you really never know who you're going to meet and what doors can open and Alex can touch on this a little bit. Cause people might ask, well, did, you know, did, 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 uh, you go to college? Did you get a a, 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 master's in, um, hospitality management? Did you win the lottery? Did you save your money? But touch on uh, a little bit on like how important it is to just, I guess, be yourself and, and, you know, work hard every minute of every day, because you never know who you're going to run into or meet. They can open up a door for you and, uh, and kind of see who you are and trust in you and, you know, give you the opportunity.
1: Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Um, it's, you need to just be yourself. And if if that certain self in you shows that you have it, quote unquote it of what it takes to become successful or a hard workhorse, or just simply determined to just make your life better or, or something you're a part of better that people, that, that, that light will shine and people will notice. And I was fortunate enough to, to find somebody who was a very dear friend of mine that is now my uh, business partner in all three of my restaurants. And he saw a certain something in me that said, hey, listen, you know what? I kind of like what you're about and I can see how hard you work. You have this tight knit crew and everything is flawless and everything, food, service, customer service, a to Z is being executed at top notch and I would like to open up a restaurant or I'd like to invest in you and, and, taking over restaurant one and then opening restaurant two and then naturally restaurant three. Um, so I was fortunate enough to have a bank roller to help support me in this. Um,
0: sure. And your journey in
1: my journey. Thank you. Of of starting my career and my passion of, of the pizza restaurant industry, sure. um, I couldn't think of anything else that I would want to do.
2: And Al, can I ask you a question? Any day. Sure. How long did you know this, you know, person that became a good friend of yours and investor uh, before you guys even talked about investing or anything? I would say less than less than one year. Less than one year.
1: It, it, it less than one year. It was just we started. Uh, just hang out whether it was a casual drink here and there or a poker night once a week or once a month and it just i guess true colors just kind of shined through and this person just had had faith in me that, that we could get it done together um sure. and it, it, it turned out to being a phenomenal partnership and you know here we are today from starting from ground zero up from opening restaurants from literally gravel to having a full-blown, full-service restaurant.
2: And he he was probably watching you work, let's say, on the first couple of weeks of coming in there, you know, and watching who you are for weeks, months, right? And mm-hmm. you didn't know he was watching you. I guarantee you didn't. You thought he was a customer at the restaurant having a bite to eat on their lunch break, right? Little do you right. know that everyone watches you, and you always have to work as if nobody is watching you, and you're just doing it for your, you know, you're just doing it to be the best. And look what happened. Somebody was watching. They saw something in you. Not only did it become a great business relationship, but it became a great friendship as well. And I was listening to an interesting podcast a few weeks ago with John Morgan. And he said, um, the word luck and people are lucky naturally, right? But the great ones, they figure out a way to leverage their luck and leverage in a good way. You know, I guarantee you this person has crossed paths with hundreds of people in his years, right? But the Correct. fact is that you guys crossed paths, that's luck, I say, right? But then you leverage the luck based on your work ethic and your dedication to your skill. He saw that, and that's what I and, and, and that's just incredible, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. I would say I that agree. Hard, hard work and dedication and preparation, when that meets opportunity, that becomes luck, if you will, you know, um, because anybody with money, they don't just, you know, walk into somewhere and say, hey, you want to help me with this? You know, they I really feel like uh, Alex is a true uh, testimony to, uh, you don't need, not saying college is bad, there's nothing absolutely wrong with college, but most people think, oh, if you don't go to college, you're not going to be successful, you can't own anything, but you never know who's watching. If you show up every day and you work hard, whether it's for a year or 10 years, an opportunity will come. You just have to stay dedicated and consistent to your grind. And somebody who has a good heart that has been there will see it and want to bring you up with them.
1: Right. That's 100% true. Um, I don't have a college background. Gave it a shot. It wasn't for me. I wanted to hustle. I wanted to keep just working i wanted that instant money every week i didn't want to wait the long 4 6 year period of getting a degree and maybe having that what if question what if i like this or what if i don't i knew i liked the industry that i was in i liked the fast pace i liked dealing with people i liked working with different personalities i liked i liked everything it had to offer and i knew that i could i could make it something of my own eventually and never i never never thought that I would ever have three restaurants and one being like we discussed earlier, the busiest location, the top grossing restaurant in, in our franchise in the country. I never would have imagined that.
2: But, How many stores, Al? How many yeah, stores? That's what I was going to ask. Um,
1: I, 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 I believe we're in, in the low 70 nationwide, Sure. like 70, 71 stores nationwide. We just, we just opened up a few in, in Georgia and in Tennessee. Um, I, like I said, I never would have, in my wildest dreams, have imagined I would have been even an owner of a restaurant. I just thought I could just kind of climb the ladder and and just maybe manage one or run one and and just become satisfied with a you know with with a decent living and and now I, now I, I think back, I'm like, wow, this this really happened. It's um it's it's kind of incredible every day, and I I love waking up and going to work every single day because a it's mine. And B, I, I love it. I genuinely love the whole pizza restaurant atmosphere and the aspect of of giving giving a, a good product and providing an excellent service to people. And people, who need to eat; they want to eat. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but who doesn't love pizza? Um, so I just find I, I find joy, literally, in everything I do every every single day. What is
0: your uh, What's your favorite pizza on the menu? <laughs>
1: Um, I would, ha- I'm going to have to say with our, our Johnny's Italian special, it's, um, it's a mix of both meat and veggies and it kind of hits every aspect of, of your sure. taste. But it's a good one. And you I'm
0: like not, I, I, I'm not uh, being biased just cause we have Alex on the line, but I would say Johnny's and these aren't even Alex's restaurants. Um, cause he's in, in North Carolina and obviously we're here in Georgia, but Johnny's has some of the best wings around sweet baby rays, little blue cheese money
2: delicious and uh that's correct you bring up you bring up your your customers your you know loving them and taking care of them for the best food but one thing also i've worked with you in buffalo i worked together in charlotte and you treat your team with respect and care all the way around you know that's you correct. treat them mm-hmm. with respect and care and we have something in common when it comes to you know the team and that's we don't work off of fear we work off of love and I think that's another thing that you and I get along with um, because you truly go to bat for anybody on your team, and that's and that's a team that's working for you on a Friday night at 7 o'clock when you're 20 orders deep, and no one's going to flip up their hands and say, I give up because they know that you have their back at anything else. So they, they're fighting it hard, making sure everything is smooth for you on a busy night, you know, and that's because they that's respect right. you and they care for you. Sure. that's
0: right that's right I mean that's share right. your uh, you told me this story before about you know even even you know uh somebody who's hired as a dishwasher and that's kind of where you start hostess dishwasher you know you have it but such sign of love you know uh where you were tell the story about you know even you giving up well you've picked up I'm sure you know a ton of people didn't have rides you know restaurant industry is a little bit different it's not um you know salaried positions hourly wages minimum wage whatever it is but even the dishwasher that I think you, you either bought him a bike, loaned him a bike. What happened there?
1: Yeah. So um, he wasn't dishwasher. He was just one of our, our line cooks. And I, I saw like something, he was just a really good guy. Um, just kind of looking in a tough way. Um, he was having a hard time getting to work and I needed aid. I only need him there. I wanted him there. Um, I knew that he needed the money um, to work and he was also a good asset to our team at the time. And I was like, you know what? I have a bike. You live, you know, five, six miles away from the restaurant instead of getting a cab or an Uber or whatever, maybe, or even simply walking in the rain. Like I gave him my, I decided to give him my own personal bike and he didn't want me to give it to him. So I said, okay, I will sell it to you for $1. So I sold him my bike for $1. And so naturally he bought the bike. And he came to and from work, and he was on time every single day for, I don't know, sure. a few months' time. And naturally, we're, we're no, he's no longer part of the team. But um, like, like, like Dave said about caring and showing care and love instead of fear, I definitely operate in that aspect every single day. I, I actually give a shit about my team, if they had a great day, a crummy day, what's going on with them. I, if they're if they're no good, I'm no good. So therefore, I need them to be good in order for us to be good. And it's as simple as that. Um, and just from working every day and making it happen to after hours, of just simply showing a little love or just maybe pulling them aside and just giving 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 and caring about what they are, who they are, what they're dealing with, what they're going through, and just trying to make them feel more of an importance to my business, my life and everything. And I think that goes a long way and they actually can feel that I do care and then return, hopefully in most cases that, uh, that turns around and it, and it rubs my back from me rubbing their back.
2: For sure. It's, it's well said. Can I ask you a question? Um, sure. past month, how are you adjusting to a different type of business situation? For example, not being able yeah. to do dine in, when a lot of your business was dying in human interaction, joking, yeah. laughing at the bar. And now you've shifted it so well to accommodate your guests and your, even your employees as much as you could. And explain to me that thought process and thinking on the spot, because nobody's been in that position before where these restaurants yeah, are closing right. down. How did you do it so quick, so efficiently to where you, you didn't dip too hard. You know what I mean? Right. Could you, right. Could you explain that to us?
1: Yeah, well, 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 first I definitely have to, um, applaud that our, our company Johnny's and Johnny Bruce goes, because they are, we are a small franchise system, but, um, it's a very tight knit group and their support system is super huge. And with helping from getting our online ordering team and system in place immediately within like 24 hours, it came through big time. Um, just simple adjustments from trying to make sure that all to-go food was hot, fresh, labeled, sealed with um, seal tape to make sure that the guests knew that it wasn't tampered with, whether it was a delivery or a takeout order, a or curbside pickup, whatever it may be. Um, even to doing um, paying online, over the phone, touchless as, as best as we could, um, You know, delivering the pizzas. Or or wings or whatever it may be into the back seat of their vehicles or their trunks, um, just trying to make everybody feel as comfortable and as safe as possible. It's definitely been a huge curve, um, something that not only I have never dealt with, but many people have ever dealt with. Um, it was almost like reinventing our whole restaurant system overnight when we found out that we couldn't have any guests dine in, or or serve them drinks, or watch a sports game or just simply joke and goof and laugh and, and, ask how their weekend was or their kids were at their soccer game or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, it was a big adjustment
0: for sure. And keeping uh, most of your staff, if not all the staff, um, yeah. Ha- yeah. you know, keeping them um, yeah. paid, uh, able to yeah. support themselves, even though, you know, everybody's business dipped. That's, you know, without a doubt, but um, yours didn't, uh, it go extinct, like a lot of businesses just had to shut down. You know, you're no. actually, I mean, if, if it stayed, I look at it like this, even though business may have gone down or stayed the same or whatever it was, if you just, nobody knows what's to come. So if the circumstances stayed the way they were, you would survive. While other people, unfortunately, um, you know, they have different restaurants and things. But I don't know, I think it's cool that you can still employ people, they obviously didn't lose their jobs. You were still able to feed, you know, the community and you um, can, you know, share on that a little bit too.
1: Yeah. I mean, I am not one to throw in the towel. I was, I I had it in my mind that we were never going to close up our doors until somebody literally walked in and forced me to lock the doors and say, you cannot make food for the general public anymore. Um, I know I have between all three locations, probably close to 100 employees that most have a family to support or mortgage to pay or apartment and car payments to make um, or children to feed. And some are high school and college kids that just simply need some extra spending cash for beer weekend money or cell phone payment or whatever it may be. But I was determined to keep everybody employed. And we have, we've, we've cut back, don't get me wrong, we've cut back you know, some of the full-time or overtime employees are now not even working full time, but they're still getting some paychecks and the restaurant is down percentage wise in sales, but we are sustaining and, um, we're just keep going every day and we're just trying to make new ways and create better systems to make this whole takeout curbside delivery process as flawless as possible. So everybody is still super satisfied and happy with good to 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 go food. Um, it just it just kind of just you just have to roll with the punches and just take it as they come and it, it's as a learning experience like i said i don't have a college degree so it's almost like i have to figure it out as i go and if it's a problem then you have to just think on your feet think quick and even i rely on my my team even to give me some answers i sometimes i don't have all the answers and and dave you, you know this as well i mean sometimes you have to rely on zach for maybe a solution or, or or marina or one of your other team members that you rely on um to find a solution and together that's what builds a great team and you just kind of just get through it together And, um, that's what I, I feel that we have, and I'm not afraid to ask for help or, or give suggestions or get suggestions. And, um, naturally if I don't like that suggestion, then we're not going to go with it, but I want to take all forms of input and just become as best as we can.
2: I love it. Yeah, I love it.
0: For sure. I think, um, you know, we obviously wanted to have you on because, um, you know, whether, you know, you're a doctor or a lawyer or some other type of professional with some type of certificate or something, I think it's equally as important not only to show that, you know, people can come from anywhere or anything and become successful. It starts with uh, your intrinsic, your inner self and motivation. And regardless, if you knew you were going to be a dishwasher for 15 years, you should have would have washed those dishes as best and fast as you possibly could have until somebody recognized, hey, this kid works hard. Uh, you know, we should, uh, you know, give them something else to do um, just as you want to do now for other people. And, you know, me and, and David talk all the time and feel awesome about, you know, team members or potential team members that just have a good heart. They want to work hard. You want to help those people. So right. Right. if you can, uh, you know, there's no ego. You go into work and this is for anybody listening, whether they're, you know, 50 and looking for a new job. Uh, which may be the case with, you know, everything that's going on now. Um, if you show up with positive energy, a good attitude, you're reliable, you're dependent, these things are not super complicated. You know, you show up to right. work on time, you do what you're asked, you do, uh, you know, a little bit more than what you're asked, and good things will happen. I right. believe that.
2: It will. It will. I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. <clears throat> you know, whether it takes a week, a year, three or five or ten years to get noticed, um, everybody doesn't have an unlimited bankroll to back them, so somebody, some most have to put their hard work in and work hard every day, and you know hope the best comes out of it. And, uh, and if you're one of those people, eventually, I, I really believe it will work out for you. Um, you can't you can't give up. You got to keep grinding, keep pushing, and it is endless. You know, from being a dishwasher, we're talking about 14, 15 years ago, Al, to having three restaurants and who knows how many you're going to have in five or 10 years. You might have 10 or 15 restaurants. So how old are you, Al? 32. 32. 33 next month. 32, 33. You know, so like I said, the sky is the limit. Keep
0: pushing. That's right. That's right. I think uh, the Johnny's franchise, um, you know, obviously should be proud to have, um, you know, franchise owners that not only own, but also work in it. I mean, I, I know you've told me before you're still, making pizza, sweeping the floor, and that's a whole other, you know, conversation for another day because, you know, David and I will take the trash out, drop off the mail, clean up spills, like, it doesn't matter who you are, it's about, you know, just uh, being, being a part of a team and showing people right. that, you know, that you care, so uh, we obviously, you know, appreciate you and, and, and being on uh, the channel, you know, we're, we're right down the street from a Johnny's, Johnny's uh, is being represented well, by you and uh you know they should be proud and you know keep crushing it um we appreciate you your time to come
2: on here um keep crushing it keep doing well you know i love the mindset don't ever change that mindset that's what got you from there to here now and uh, we really really uh we love y'all
1: yeah guys all right love you both and uh just keep doing this this is huge i really hope people bite into this and start listening um, even if it's, you know, for only a handful of these podcasts they listen to, but if they hear, you know, just an inkling of what, uh, you guys have to say, or maybe take a little bite of my story. Um, if it, if it changes just one person or if it changes a hundred people, that's, that's obviously a, a good impact in a positive, a positive way. So it's just, uh, just keep doing it guys.
0: Cool. See ya.
2: See ya, man. Later. All right, guys. Thank right, you. Bye.